There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Are you hungry? Is that, that's, is that what's going on? I'm a bit hungry. A bit hungry. A bit, that's so unlike you. Do you know, it's really weird... The combination of having a 16-8 diet and not eating until 11 o'clock yeah. and then having started taking Benacol, other cholesterol, probably not lowering supplements, are available maybe because my mate said that it works, is that I'm really craving my Benacol. It's like I don't, yeah. I'm trying to tell myself I don't want a piece of crunchy, buttery, marmalady toast to break my... Which we both do this 16-8 and it's, it's yeah. why we're not even fatter than we are. Yes. But then Ben arrives to do the pod at 10 and there's the last hour of the fast and my blood sugar is like in my shoes. Between 10 and 11 if you're doing the 16-8 fast and you have dinner at 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock and finish eating by 7. Between 10 and 11 is horrible. It really and is. you it, look at the clock and you just go, I just want a banana and you go, no, nope, And you can see the clock so you can see it ticking around. To I fi- can see the clock. Yeah. That's why I go to the office because you don't, you, for the sake of a marriage, you don't want to be in the same house Hangry. in the 16th hour of your of your staff yes and also sitting down and working together <laughs> yeah yeah no so i was just thinking if we had some toast now maybe a blood sugar spike would lift us to give a bit of a, some sort of a performance Should we do one item and see and then maybe have a toast we, There's one in the Daily Mail about food craving. Did you see that? Oh, I missed that. Is it today? Uh, it was. I did it in... Because um, uh, I, I also this morning I appeared on my, my morning panel on Times Radio. I thought you were going to say my morning poo. <laughs> what? But I did. Oh, on my morning poo. And I just assumed my, it was You had time poo. before I got to panel. You had time after put and before ooh. Yeah. To think that that's what I... Well, no, no, no. So there was a story, and it's like Molly, the producer, who I love, but she, she, she sends the story... all know you love Molly. She sends the stories. Well, Molly... Anyway, Molly sent me a... Oh, that's another story we can lead to, because she sent me a text, and there I was at sort of six in the morning looking at my text uh, with the stories on, and she'd clearly read the Daily Mail on her way to work, because all the stories were from the Mail, and normally they're from the Times, and they're to talk about on the panel on, on Times Radio, which you can get wherever you get your radio shows from, except on a natural radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and one of them was this craving story, which I then went to look for uh, in the Daily Mail, and it was only... Um, so there was a tiny sort of sidebar in the Daily Mail, but... Um, it was clearly big online, which was where Molly had got it from. And it was about a survey of most craved foods. 
Britain isn't mad about fish and chips. Chocolate cheddar and margarita pizza are the nation's most craved treats, according to scientists. We'll, we'll find out if they really are. And a full English isn't even in the top ten. Um, so apparently, and it's got this picture, so, so scientists who quiz Brits found chocolate and cheese are the most wanted snack item from chains, such as McDonald's and KFC, also ranked high. Um, the, and so it says fish and chips isn't Britain's favourite food, and even a full English doesn't make the top 20. Instead, chocolate, cheddar and margarita pizza top the list of the country's best-loved treats. But it's bogus because it's the things that they crave. They were shown photos. Right. right. Yes, I'm just going to say, you, are, you, are they stopping people on the street? It's or really weird. It? No, they showed them, they showed a thousand, two thousand Britons. They showed them pictures of them. Fish and chips, a staple of British cuisine, came forth just ahead of Spag Bowl. Uh, oranges are the most craved healthy options. At the other end of the scale, this is a paragraph I love. At the other end of the scale came samphire, a salty tasting vegetable similar to asparagus. So the Daily Mail is inhabiting a world where you don't even know what samphire is. Well, lots of people don't. Samphire is a niche. Is it even a vegetable? Is it a well, sort of fruit? Well, it's is it a seaweed? Plant? No, it's a vegetable. It's yeah, but um, no, it's just an interesting thing because they 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 sort of conflated the whole thing. It's what we crave, and it's yeah. all about craving. And and the thing about craving that that's that's not the most popular foods. It's the thing you crave, and you crave things when your blood sugar is low. I'm craving Benacol. But what also, are you people crave uh, people crave different things at different time of day. They crave different things according to how high or low their blood sugar is. At the moment, they crave. So, for example, when I'm doing 16-8 fast, I don't crave sugary things. So now I don't want a sugary. No, thing. because your hunger is too extreme. Yeah. Uh, and sugar will blow your head off. But exactly. like marmite on toast. Yes. Or normally it's avocado. I find myself thinking, what really? I really want is avocado and roasted tomatoes, smoked salmon. That kind it's of thing. so glad An that egg. we have a niche middle class audience because me having gone and oh, they don't know what samphire is, uh, and you've gone in and said, no, most people don't. I crave. Avocado. avocado. That is one of the good things about the fasting diet is that you don't sit about thinking what I really want is a donut. Whereas if you have, you know, sugary marmalade on toast at yeah. eight a.m. at eleven a.m. you want. To You're talking on. about the the sugar crash exactly. cycle, the crash. Yeah. But it's why uh, you. I don't really need a coffee in the morning unless I drank the night before, and everyone knows about the booze coffee booze coffee cycle. So here's the thing that I would write about, given that we've got this research from scientists, which says about the cravings. It's, it's talking about craving. And it says, you know, Brits crave a sugary treat. OK, and you've got to think about that. The word yeah. treat, the word Ooh, crave. I don't the like column the that treat, is actually yeah. a column in The Times is we need to change the language. Yeah. I, I, amen to that. I'm always banging on about this and about treats. And I'm constantly banging on, on my on my blog about um, treats. And actually, when I do talk about treats, it does it does work. It is it is a thing because... Food is so, you know, diets are hard because food is delicious um, and diets are hard because people get hungry and hungry is, hunger is a very, very nasty feeling that you want to get rid of. You know, no one, you have to be quite odd but to kind of hunger, enjoy hunger. There's yeah. hunger and there's peckishness. There's peckishness. It's true. It's and, true. And the, the problem is, is that because of the natural craving, if you, if your blood sugar drops a bit, you want to solve that problem immediately. And unfortunately, we live in a world where you go into a supermarket and there at the counter immediately is just chocolate. And sh- although they have, they're slightly changing the laws a little bit. But I mean, by and large, those things are so immediately available. It's like when you're pissed and roll out of the tube. And I roll out of the tube and there's McDonald's, which I would never normally 
eat, but there it is. And yeah. you, you whack it down. And making the right food decisions is possible when you haven't eaten for 16 hours and you're in your own home and there's basically samphire bursting out of the cupboards, avocados rolling out of every drawer as you open them to put your pants on. It's kind of easy to do the right thing. But if you change the language, so you do, because treats is so, is so pernicious. Treats because is a very pernicious As we head word, into Christmas yeah. and the adverts for the cho- chocolate everywhere, the Cadbury's are doing some promotion where they're trying to encourage people to do a secret Santa, sort of go online, I think, and buy a chocolate for someone else that gets delivered. It's everywhere. Mm. And it's like food treats are food as a sort of reward for having a reward for being alive rather than fuel yeah. to keep you alive. Yeah. So, and, and they go, you know, people, oh, I'm just addicted to Cadbury's caramel. Why? It's not funny to be addicted to heroin. It's not funny to be addicted to gambling or, or cigarettes mm. or, or, or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, why should okay it be sort be... of funny to be addicted? Well, it's a very, very excellent marketing, marketing from the, the sugar board, isn't it? The, and the, the greatest trick that the, sh- that the sugar industry ever pulled was to rebrand sugar as energy. What? You, you do this half-assed quotation of the usual suspects. Yeah. Every time you talk about anything now, yeah. which is literally, um, any subject comes up and you go, the greatest trick that, and there's this one thing, it's like the, gre- the, the greatest trick that Satan pulled was persuading us that he didn't exist. Is that yes, the end of it? Yeah. And you now know the, the greatest trick that Whoa. Andrex ever pulled was persuading us we needed to wipe our bottoms yes, off. Yes, but it's we true. Well, but it's true. The greatest trick, I always plighted the greatest trick that social media ever pulled was to convince us all that it's important when it isn't. And the greatest trick that the sugar board ever pulled off was to rebrand sugar as energy when it's not. It's poison. So I think the, okay. treat, the treat thing is very good because... When you are on a any sort of diet, any sort of any sort of diet, even a quote unquote sort of easy diet like a keto thing where you're just eating a lot of protein and mm. fat, you, you still you it's still a mind game. You know, it's still you have to kind of you still have to think about it quite a lot. And when you start bargaining with yourself, that's when it all sort of falls to bits. And if you rebrand food as a treat. Then when you enter into the hungry slash peckish slash bargaining phase of your day, when you've had a shitty day and you're on this diet and everyone's been mean to you and whatever, when you start bargaining with with yourself, then you will say, it is a treat and I deserve it because... So should I, is the time right in the, probably this is going to be my last column of November, the last column before Advent, to give Times readers a good ticking off? But about... calling things true. Uh, listen, I see it as a public service because when I stop thinking about food and alcohol as a treat, then it changes everything in your mind. And I think it's a really important kind of pivot. And it is a it is a brainwashing that we have all kind of willingly taken part in that certain food is a treat and all those diets they have you know cheat day treat day what you know this is oh the treat. notion of the of the five two where starve on the other two days and the other days eat whatever you want right because exactly. you're a fucking moron and you can't make any well, correct it's, food disor- choices. it's still disordered eating isn't it i mean i think five two works very very well for some people um, and i would never knock it and i would never knock any kind of fasting thing because it does it's very good for you but do you think in our do you think in our unfed state we're going to be able in the next half an hour to talk about anything apart from food? I am dribbling. I yeah, am no. sort of is, dribbling. Is yeah. the news that we're putting out here is apologies in advance if this podcast is shit. It's because we really want a Big Mac. If you say good morning before checking your phone, it's love, says the Daily Mail.
Right. Fine. Red roses and expensive jewellery are no longer the hallmarks of love, writes Connor Stringer in the Daily Mail a couple of days ago. But, but right. why? 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 Why does Connor Stringer write that? Tell me why. There must be a survey. Oh, yes. Uh, according to... Oh, which high street uh, <laughs> hot drink chain do you think this, this uh, survey comes from? High street hot drink chain. So you said high street hot drink and I was thinking Horlicks. But <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing if instead of coffee on every street it was Horlicks? If that had been the thing. What is Horlicks? It's like a malted m- milk edition. It's, is it it's nice? non-chocolate. I think ben, it is, it is nice? Horlicks. Ben thinks it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's uh, out there in Stratford. They couldn't get enough of that. He grew up on that. He was weaned on it. Do you do you make Horlicks with milk or with oh, yeah. hot water? Milk. It's milk. A, oh, we made malty. It tastes a bit caramelly. It's, mm, it's good. Ovaltine for old people. Horlicks. Fuck. What do you mean? Right. So Ovaltine's the really dark brown one, isn't it? And it's got a bit of chocolate, I think. It's the orange pot. Yeah, yeah, and Horlicks was, yeah. I had it went through a brief phase when I was sort of 10 or 11 and really thinking that was delicious. But wouldn't it be funny if, anyway, instead of, because I, I, obviously it isn't Horlicks that have sponsored this, but if maybe if instead of coffee, Horlicks and Ovaltine had, and everyone we went around with these, with a big sort of pint pot of hot Horlicks. Horlicks, mm, right, Horlicks. yeah. Do you no, still drink it now, Ben? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, winter time, but now. Mm. Oh, Ben, you're so evening. sweet. so sweet. Yeah, after dinner, nine o'clock, that's Horlicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okie dokie, so it's a poll for Costa Coffee. Uh, the, what the new signals of love and is yeah. the main one buying your husband some piss ass coffee in a pot with a stupid thousand calorie chocolate muffin uh, no a coffee actually doesn't feature at all no. um, do you want to have a but then nobody will talk about Costa coffee repeatedly for no reason on a radio show but they will repeatedly mention it in the Daily Mail yeah that's what I'm saying I'm being ironic Okay, so do you want to have a guess at the other signs of devotion in the modern age, other than... This is a survey where Costa have asked people what they think. Um, one second. Bloody blah. Uh, Airtime. Dead air. Yeah, dead yeah, air. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Radio hates dead air. Shut up. Should have prepared this Romance before. in the modern age... <laughs> Romance in the modern age means everything... Let the record show that my wife gave me the death stare. Fucking get on with it. When you listen back to this, you're just going to be going, I shouldn't interrupt you so much. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Romance in the modern age means everything from saying good morning before looking at your phone to checking in with your partner's feelings a poll has found. So it's just like other things other than like chocolate flowers that are like, that are romantic. Have a guess at the other signs of devotion in the modern age. Um, Well, as you said, there's this, there's this one about saying good morning before checking your phone. But I quite often wake up and you're already on your phone. Because you're asleep, snoring your head off. I don't score. And you were just Googling how to kill my husband. Yes. Uh, no, I know. What do you mean? No, other good. signals in the modern age. Uh, things that... that w- Actually, that, coffee is mentioned. Is it? What's the, yes, of course it is. And what is it? Having coffee and cake. I think... Yeah. I think Costa employees were paid to say that, to perhaps. Say that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Tell me, because I can't think. I mean, the column you're going to say, obviously, is it's not these, here are the real things. Uh, and you go through... The, we go through our whole rigmarole about, for you, it's acts of whatever. So filling up the car and stuff like that. Yes! Not God, I missed that one out. Filling, not, not, or just not bringing back the car, just empty for, of petrol. Driving my little. I don't tiny drive car your car. Out. I drive my car. It's true. It doesn't have petrol in because I'm not raping the planet. I feel, I feel in my mind like you and everybody else is desperate to drive my little so car. So you use I love my so car much. and you put the seatbelt. Sorry, I no, I don't put the no, seatbelt. I'm going to hate myself again. I don't do anything with the seatbelt and I don't yam the seat forward. I make sure when I get out of your stupid giant car to put the seat all the way back so that you don't. Compl- I did it. I didn't do it maybe once or twice. My little blue car, the seat is jammed up next to the steering wheel because it's my freaking car. I'm not, what? Not doing this stupid story anymore. No, do it. Come on, what are the things? Tell me the things that you would do if right. you loved me. 
I do love you. So these are the things that we do. Okay, asking if your partner is okay. I ask you if you're okay too much and you make you feel Is this, is this in order? I think it's random. I don't think it's in order. Asking of like, your partner if they're okay. You're okay. It's my least favorite thing that you do. I know. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I think yeah. saying I love you daily is... I think saying it gets... I love you daily. I think that just makes... Dim- you sometimes say it. Yesterday, you cuddled up to me in bed and I was sort of behind, from behind and you went I love you no I said I do love you I said you. I do love you because, because you've been thinking all night do I know I fucking hate him and then you've gone to sleep and woken up and, oh I do love you no because you. I know that I give the impression often of like not loving you at all so or you've been capable of love I do love you no I, I love lots of, I love my car I love my phone don't say then that <laughs> I do love you. I also love my car and having a poo when I'm really bursting. Saying and they eggs. look, saying they look nice. I tell you, I always tell you you look nice. Not really. No, I do. I you do. I did. Used to. No, you, I did. No, you, you just don't hear it. No, you used to. Whenever I put a shirt on, you go hello. You used to do when we did. Man, this is ten, twelve years Whenever ago. Whenever you come downstairs in, in a suit, or like last night when we went to parents' evening, I said you look nice. Did you? Yes. You just don't hear it because it's never enough for you. Go do you sneeze. <laughs> I'm oh. allergic to hypocrisy. Sorry. <laughs> Holding hands, you don't like holding hands. What do you mean? You don't like... You... I don't like holding hands in yeah. tourist or romantic locations, okay? Very so specific. I don't like holding hands in Rome, you know? I don't like holding hands in a museum. I don't like holding hands, like, on the Regent's Canal towpath. Right. But, like... Maybe you should give me a list. I'm trying to think when I do like holding hands. You don't ever like holding hands. No, Never sure going to bed like on an argument. I love going to bed on an argument. I love going to bed sort of furious and then waking up and still sulking I'm a real sulker it's terrible surprise gifts we do that sometimes here I got you of this useless thing uh, do we do surprise gifts I you... bought myself a new pair of um, Ralph Lauren joggers yesterday and you well, were quite surprised weren't you ab- utterly baffled <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that you even knew how to do that Or fight. now I know that you're capable of doing these things I'm going to leave them no I've you. literally never bought anything on Amazon in my entire life and then or anything from any kind of, you buy you buy sort of weird sprockets oh no the fix. amazing thing on Amazon is that when the when the sort of the dishwasher the clip that holds the dishwasher knife and fork container to the bottom drawer mm-hmm. goes in the old days you have to get a new dishwasher yeah. new house just move uh, uh, you can go on, on, on online and just literally google the clip that holds you know Bosch fork handle holder to dishwasher and he goes bing and it arrives and it's one ninety nine, and you mend your dishwasher but it sends you a bag of 400 is the only problem no I have got yeah. 400 so if anybody does need their dishwasher mended no so but I bought myself that was a little gift to myself what little gift do you buy me Sometimes you buy like tinned anchovies, the nice ones. Or tis. Yeah, that exactly. makes me happy. I buy, I buy you. Oh, when you get taramasalata. <laughs> when I the get tar- you the nice taramasalata. The nice taramasalata that gets delivered on Wednesdays. I'll yeah. butcher up the road, meet NW5. Mm-hmm. There's the, the. When I go in occasionally on a Tuesday and I forget, I say, have you got any taramasalata? The, the, is it not Julia, the other Italian one goes, everybody know we don't have tarama till Wednesday. And I feel such a twat, I never go back. She's not and my then friend, sometimes yeah. I come in on a Wednesday and there's actual tarama in the fridge. I think we do. I think we do. Cook, cooking together, mm, kind of. You're kind of No, that's the whole thing. You won't do it. I actually won't cook with you. Because you, you don't like cooking and then I tell you, you don't want to do it like that, you want to do it like this. And then you yeah. do exactly that. I do exactly what? Tell me when I'm cooking how to do I do, it. If you're cooking, I can't help but kind of sous chef and like tidy up and, and, and give you a hand. But if I'm cooking, you don't do anything useful like tidy up or But when up, you're you cooking, cook. you don't tidy as you go. You yes, make I do. this terrible mess that no, piles up. You do. So that when after the meal's finished and you can say, Do you mind washing up? You're there's actually a, a massive pile of shit to you do. You are living in an alternate universe. Right, okay. Um, being told the truth, even if it hurts, you're very good at that. You're very good at give, delivering the truth, but in a nice way. 
Like when I had wonky teeth and I was saying, shall I fix my teeth or shall I not fix my teeth? I can't really be bothered. It's expensive, blah, blah, blah. You said, I really love you. I think you're great and perfect and you shouldn't ever change your teeth for anyone else except you. But I'm just wondering how you will feel about having wonky teeth when you're like 55. And I went, fucking hell. I went, no, you're hot anyway and the snaggle tooth is just an extra little thing. But will it be the same when you're... Oh, yes, you said that's what you said. I mean, I'll be long gone by then, so I don't know what the, <laughs> give a fuck about your teeth. There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free? Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, oh, why don't we do my plan that I had? Go on. New story snap. Oh, new story snap. Yeah. Should okay. we do that? So we've both been. We've had today. There was fuck all today on Wednesday, but Monday and Tuesday there was some stuff in the papers. We felt okay. And what we did was, I thought we should have a game where we go because we both cut out from the papers because I went to work and I had my own Daily Mail and my own Times, and so did you. Mm-hmm. And we both cut out stories. And I thought, let's see if we cut the same ones because the fact is, as this podcast, what are we? Series nine million and twelve, episode four hundred. Uh, are we just like? Is it just? Do we just? always pick the same stories yes my column is just the same three subjects rolled round and round and round and it round. does tend to feel like that but the great thing is every now, every 10 years you get a change of editor uh, as the times has just had and he doesn't necessarily notice and you can just write all 10 years of work yes, all, all starts over again, again. <laughs> there was like one column that john witherow the former editor loved i wrote a column about you he'd always bring it up it's i suspected it was the only one he'd actually the read, one he read yeah. the one about a freelance day it was about like what what it's like being it was at the beginning of WFH and people everyone yeah. was starting to work from home and I said this is what working from home is like and I did the di- the di- you know the diary of a work from home and he loved it and I, every now and again I felt like doing it again and I thought well he'll notice but Tony Gallagher won't notice so I'll just roll it out anyway yeah Tony's got more okay to do. so look well first of all we'll do snap and then we'll go back and talk about it. okay who's going to go first me goblin mode 
Uh, oh shit. Did I have goblin mode is about the new the, so the word. So first snap. If you say good morning before checking your phone, it's love snap. You've got that one. Have I? Yeah. Oh yes. Wait a minute. I uh, can't find it. I'm too slow. I it's can, back. It's the, back okay. in the middle. Uh, is it? Yeah. Where? All oh, right. Sorry. Snap. Snap. There we go. Okay. Goblin, goblin mode. Goblin Fuck, mode. No, you win. I didn't. I saw goblin mode. I thought it probably is a story, but it. Four and five outstanding but, schools are, down, are downgraded. Snap, but wait a minute, it's my turn. Oh, sorry. But look, four and five are downgraded. Snap. Snap. Ben, you can vouch that we both had it. Okay. Don't give little ones a sip of wine, parents told. Oh, no, we didn't get that one. You didn't? No. Don't give little ones a sip of wine, parents told, okay? Yours. Key to success, act like a woman, says Tophead. Damn, I didn't snap it because I thought I can only write sexist things. Yes. Uh, and also, Bob Crampton yeah. uh, has written a column, a classic Bobbly. Uh, yesterday about I often act like a woman but it hasn't done me any good or something but that's yeah. a good one we'll talk about that okay how about um, Black Friday bargains cheaper if shoppers wait a little longer no what would you write about that how well we talk about Black... you can tell us all about interesting shit about Black Friday I could do, while yeah. I have a sleep yep O'Grady joins BBC rival for Christmas show no boring it's not boring it's okay about... tortoise talk proves a turtle surprise no, no. <laughs> I got that one tortoises can speak yeah, but they we have know a vocabulary. That. We know that. We know that. That's I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a story. I'm going to write my column as from the perspective of a tortoise. Okay, fine. No? Sounding like I had I've only just noticed what an amazing headline it is. Tortoise talk proves a turtle surprise. That's you have to be. Day. You have to be from Hull. I had a really good mate at uh, university who was from Hull. There was another one uh, the other and day. It, about, everything was turtle. There was another. There was another one uh, a bit like that. Someone did a headline where pasty had to rhyme with nasty, nasty. So it was Greg's, Greg's aren't allowed to sell pasties in Cornwall or something. Some weird Greg's Cornwall story. I'm not sure what it was. But the headline rhymed pasty with nasty. Dylan's letters to Sweetheart revealed that he was nearly Little Willie. No, not no. snap. Did see it. Okay, my turn. Yeah. Burger chain penalises meat eaters. Oh, really? This That's isn't going story. very well. I um, just noticed that penalises is an anagram of seal penis. Um, Robbie Williams. <laughs> That's a fucking great anagram, isn't it? Am I right there? Hold on a second. I am listening. P E N I penis. You look at E A L. Yeah, it's an absolute anagram of seal penis. Seal I find, pe- find anagrams. So yep, penalises is an anagram of seal penis. Burger chain. Seal penis if they sold it in burger. Anyway, sorry, that's really interesting. Robbie Williams snores. I bet he doesn't either. Mm. Um, so, well, I've got architects overcharged us to fund his new flat. Oh, no, sorry, that was a text from you about our building work. No, that's a story. Uh, Paxman swaps wine. Sorry, Paxman swaps quiz for wine, Botticelli's Women and Song. No. And what about, um, I've torn the headline off, but uh, Cornwall Tourist Chief says. Oh, he's angry with the Emmets. So are we, did, that, did that work as a game? Not really. Not really. Um, but we've got, uh, we had a couple of similar ones. Okay. Uh, so is, is there any stood out for you? Okay, look, Cornwall outgoing tourist chief Malcolm Bell slams tourists. Breaking bad, yeah. He breaks bad and he just goes, they're, they're really annoying and we hate them all. Uh, is it time to stop going anywhere? Is it, time to, is it time to leave Cornwall alone? And brackets, teach him a lesson. <laughs> but he, but they, what, what's, what's interesting... Um, is that they sort of separate tourists into three yes. specific stratas of annoying, um, and there are there's one five. Thing. Oh, is it five? He says, yeah. Some uh, some tourists. Cornwall Live. He told Cornwall Live. Yeah. In my mind, said Malcolm Bell, who's outgoing 
Visit Cornwall Chief Executive says, in my mind, visitors fall into five unofficial categories. One level, you have friends. Then you have guests. Then you have tourists. Then you have bloody tourists. Then you have fucking emits. <gasps> the challenge is to get the friends, guests and tourists who get us. Then try and convert the bloody tourists. But forget the awkward people who are like, why haven't you got this? And why haven't you got that? The fucking emits. It's about targeting the right people at the right time of year. Okay. Yeah. Cornwall had a deluge of tourists during the pandemic. You could just have signs up going, no fucking emits. No bloody tourists. Tourists welcome. No bloody tourists. Tourists welcome. Yeah. They could have those signs in shops. No emits. No bloody tourists. In 2020, a banner displayed from a bridge at Bodmin on the A30 told visitors to fuck off. Whether that was from the Cornwall <laughs> Tourist Board, I don't know. Bell had been among those criticising the sign. But now he says... What's the right way to be a tourist? <gasps> You're so good at this. Yeah? Yeah. Well, what is the big money. What is the right Guide way? Guide to tourist. How to be a tourist. Anywhere. How to be a tourist anywhere. Do say. Don't say. Oh, God, yeah. No, things. I don't like that kind of thing. No, you don't like that. Um... It's all a bit Style Magazine. I mean, Style Magazine is excellent. I love it. But you, you're not Style Magazine. Yeah. Uh, so, how to be a tourist just about anywhere. Anything else? Anything else? Look, Pat, Jeremy Paxman is retiring. Now, obviously, Jeremy's retiring possibly earlier than he might have done because of Parkinson's and stuff. But he's retiring and uh, his plan, he's got three plans. Uh, tum, 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 tum. I plan to join a choir to take a postgraduate degree in Renaissance art. And finally, to finish the wine appreciation course that I began a year ago. So he wants to look at naked ladies, get very drunk, and then sing. <laughs> oh yes, exactly. But you, so, so this is interesting because you are you very very occasionally voice concern about what we're going to do when our children grow up and leave home. Yeah, which is I not, worry a bit, but I'm going to do this afternoon. Well, exactly. Um, so you, um, you you worry a little about a little about a little bit about retirement. Is there a column in uh, No Paxo? That's not what you would do with your retirement. This is what you do with your retirement. Well, yes. Or there is the problem of I retired about twenty three years ago. Yeah. Um, or in, or yeah, join yes. Join the club, mate. Yeah, join the club, mate. This is what retirement really looks like. It's a bit like your work, be a bit like your working from home piece. And in the end, your pun- your your joke would be quite a good punchline. You don't you don't need to join a choir, uh, do a wine art appreciation course, and a wine thing. What you you do just you just need to uh, drink a bottle of wine, uh, then stagger around the National Gallery, mm. uh, looking at paintings, and then just sing on the Northern Line on the way home. Yep, sing on the bus on the way it's home. Still, it's 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 like how do you retire in the modern world when nobody really does anything? Jeremy's the last of a generation of people that really work very hard. Now everyone WFHs. What is retirement? What does it hold? Who was I talking to about retiring at 55? I can't remember. Everyone wants to retire at 55 and then... I can't remember who it was. Um, but yes, re- retirement when nobody has, <laughs> nobody has a job for life. What are you laughing at? Nothing. This is, this so is just about uneditable drivel. <laughs> I was looking at Ben. He's just looking up at the sky. <laughs> Who's that? Really? Yeah, I don't know. I might retire. Oh, I just don't really do anything. Yeah, that's a thing. 
But this is this is getting to the bit where we go, have we got enough? And he goes, no, but there isn't anything else, mate. So There really isn't anything else. No. Um, well, sometimes it's like this. Do you know what? That sometimes writing columns is like this. This is where we come back to my wife's sort of firm conviction yeah. that the main thing about this podcast is to provide a window into column writing. It's so important. I what, think that's what people are here for. You're looking at the sort of bleakness of our souls. The interest, oh, sorry, of our souls rather than the bleakness of our souls. No, the, the interesting thing is last week was I was just ghastly because I had a shocking hangover. This morning, you and I went out for dinner last night to a little place in Notting Hill that was really nice. You had two glasses of wine. I had a whiskey cocktail and then some wine. It was lovely. Everything came home, went to bed at half past nine, slept really well, got up. It's a lovely sunny morning. I'm going out to the oldie of the year lunch today in, in, in town. And Giles Brandreth, he wouldn't Ooh. be short of a story or two. Uh, we'll be giving the address. And oh, I is get, he going to be there? Oh, yes. Oh, I love oh Giles him. will be there. Oh, and he will, I will say, hello, Giles. And he'll say, hello, hello Giles. Giles. And we'll have that little joke. Hilarious. Oh. And now, um, and, but only one of us is an old Tory. I don't know what Giles Brandreth is. Um, <laughs> and... Um, and so I'm in a pretty terrific mood, and I can't think of fuck all to write a column know, about or stay really on the podcast. Isn't it? It's really hard. Um, I had yes. Do you know? Do you know how bad it is? Item number nine on my running order is winter's finally turned cold. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. What do you think? It's seven hundred words on that. Nine hundred. Ooh, look, couple sue architect for going a. This was you know I read this out. It was this couple have sued an architect for going a year. Over and a million pounds over budget. Do you know what their first mistake was? Well, hiring, hiring an architect. architect. Yeah. Exactly. Dirt is my response. I have never met an architect, and I've said this to architects to their faces, and they laugh and like they don't deny it. Yeah. And I just say architects ha- are the- mad, all of them. No, architect is the biggest scam ever. They have them. You know, they make them do a seven-year degree, yeah. like doctors. Doctors who can cut you open, take your heart out, swap it with a pigeon and sew it up and it still works. They do seven years. Architect draws a picture of a house and you say, I want an extension. So they draw a little box next to it and say, that'll be million pounds. I don't know why he's rushing. Uh, the thing that, about- that, it's not a thing. Architecture isn't a thing. We've got builders. You get builders. I think it is. Okay, I th- so here is what I think the problem is with architects, right? I think architects do that seven-year thing and they're obsessed with buildings and life and form and blah, blah, blah. Architects are fine if you are... So the Sterling Prize recently was won by my friend Mary's husband, Neil, okay? He's called Neil. He's an architect and he built this massive, great, big extension to, like, that big library in Oxford, okay? And he was paid for by, I don't know, Oxford University, whatever it is. And it was this huge, kind of amazing thing with kind of, you know wood and steel and glass and it was amazing and has won this massive prize that's what when architects come round to your shitty house in in kentish town they don't look at it and think right how can we do make this work as a family home they think what i really want to be doing is making some huge yes. wooden glass thing in, in oxford why am i in the why am i doing this why am i in this shitty little house and they go i know what we can do we can make turn the top into a helipad and turn this round i mean the architects we've had around here to do sort of quite basic things come back and say yeah well, what you need to do is basically raise the whole house to the ground and build a new one you're buy like, a big space what? in brazil uh, and yes. I'll build you a, a, a guinea pig ranch. Exactly. And then I'll get my name in the paper. Or, exactly, or they, 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 exactly. Or they all just want to get the next job. They do. Uh, it, it, and so they, and I mean, it, it's, um, uh, when I moved into this house, it had been lived in by an architect, mm-hmm. uh, a major architect, one of the, you know, in a famous partnership, he was one of the guys in it. He sold this house to move to Hampstead and 
ruin that. <laughs> uh, and, I, and when I moved into it, I have spent the 15... We've still got building work going on. I spent 15 years trying to turn this back into a home yeah. from the fuckhole that the architect had turned it into before. And when I learned that... The, I mean, he's a lovely man. Uh, but he, tried it, to, he sort of tried to turn it into like a boat. He took, like he took all the cornicing out and the Victorian fireplaces, all the chimney flues, everything out. Uh, and then he opened up all the doors so you could see the stairs. So when you sat in the dining room, you could see people going up and down oh, the stairs. Yeah. Terrible feng shui. Said, Listen, if you the want to live in a... That, this, this wind, that, that, our, our kitchen patio doors are going yeah. out of the thing. That was just a single glass window with a really, really narrow door that you couldn't carry a tray through. Yeah. So you couldn't get out into the garden and have some breakfast. And he did all these sort of crazy, crazy things. And, and, then, and then his company <laughs> got awarded the Olympic Village really? for London 2012. And I got a whole column out of what I suspected it was going to be like. <laughs> all these athletes are going to be having to go sideways through doors <laughs> because it's all too small. And all, everything's going to be really, really dark and nothing's going to open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house was the house was an absolute. So, I, think if, so you look, really, if you want to live in a modernist box, buy a modernist so box. The, the, in terms of clickbait, architects architects are all charlatans. Yeah, the fucking great column. That's a great column. They don't read the fucking Times. They all read the Guardian with their little sort of Funny stupid specs with their yeah. little frames and their little pencil, their little rotating pencils and their huge sheets of paper. I'm going to draw a little sketch of a thing here. Look, I'm really good at sketching. <laughs> with, with, here's the little trees. I'm going to build a model of it now with little Lego people everywhere. And then there's going to be little, and it'll be in the future. So everything will be powered by parsley. And there's a fucking nobody. There's a, I just want a fucking front door, you wanker. And I want a roof. And I want it to be warm in the winter and cool. <laughs> in the summer we're going to box the whole thing with glass because we forgot <laughs> about global warming and now you're all going to boil to death yes. in the houses that architects have been building for the last 30 years excellent, I excellent. just want the, and I want to have the dustbins to be in a part of the house where they don't you can't see them yeah and uh, I want a laundry please yeah. And, and I by want... the way, we own things and shoes and they need to be put somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to have the fridge in a, in a cubbyhole by the front door a mile from the <laughs> cooker. And... and I don't want to slide going to... Actually, maybe I do. What? Probably do want to slide. Anyway, so architects are all used to... That's really good clickbait. That's great. Uh, and then... But also, you know, stop this building madness. Yeah. Um... Uh, why can't people just move it in the old, for, uh, th- this house is 150 odd years old for the first 120 years of its life people just moved in went, this is nice it didn't change the wallpaper Swept or up do a anything. Bit. Didn't yeah. do anything. Didn't no. do anything at all. Yeah. There's yeah, all, yeah. all nice. There's a burnt wood left in the grate. They've we'll left just some burnt a... wood and some, and some wallpaper. You, people used yeah. to move into a house and be glad to find a sort of a sandwich in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, they could just carry on where the old guys left off. Now it's like strip it down. Even in, even in shitty Kentish town. Although when I moved in here, when I sort of arrived with all of my things without really asking Don't tell them you. again about how I kept a lawnmower in the larder or whatever it was. No, in the kitchen. The kitchen was the worst and the kitchen was a disaster. And I went to open it because I was looking for something and I went to open a couple and you said, don't, don't open that. And I went, why not? And you said, I think there's a fridge in there. And I don't know if it's on or off. And I think there might be something in there. Just don't open that door. Do you remember that? No. And you kept a lawnmower in the, in the kitchen. There was no one else for it. Because of the fucking architects. Because yeah. the architects had built the kitchen out and got rid of the garden shed. So what else do you do except keep your lawnmower in the, in the, in, in, in the kitchen? Your compost yeah. heap in the bathroom. Now I, well, now I know you as I do. It all makes perfect sense. I love that idea. Down with architects. Do it. Down, yeah, brilliant. I think we're done. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a wireless studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. You can listen to us on The Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.